Jay right in your face. Welcome back to the Fadeaway Podcast, episode number five. I'm your host, Fatty, and I got my boy Zaid with me. But before I go to Zaid, I want to say happy MLK Day today. Yeah. It's MLK Day around the NBA. There's been basketball all day long, so mm. happy MLK Day, Zaid. How you doing, bro? Good, man. How are you? Man, I'm hanging in there, hanging in there. You know, the Raptors are turning it around. Things are starting to look better. A lot of big things happened around the league in the last week. Like, every day now, it seems, you know, your mind's blown even more. Mm. So, uh, I'm excited to be here and, and talk about it. But, yo, um, you ever, in the summertime, go to the beach and realize, man, my drinks are mad warm right now. Like, have you ever had one of those? It happens to me all the time. Yeah. And it happens to me all the time, too. So, if you guys don't know. This episode is brought to you by Yeti, okay? Yeti, you can buy coolers, swell bottles, and everything in between. So just click the link in our bio, go there, and support the fam. Speaking about coolers, you know what's also cool? Skull Candy headphones. This episode is actually also brought to you by Skull Candy. You can buy headphones in-ear. You can connect them to your cooler. Who knows what you want to do with it? You can make it happen. Go click the link in our bio and buy some Skull Candy headphones today. Our ad game is unparalleled. Okay, so back to basketball, Back to basketball, a lot of crazy, crazy things happened. And uh, we were actually fortunate enough to join the Falco takeaway last week to uh, talk about a little bit about the James Harden trade. But we we felt we didn't get a chance to really dive into it, man, because this is such a huge, huge trade. Uh, The impact of the trade on several teams involved on the whole league as a as a big picture kind of thing. And and guys like Kyrie Irving, James Harden, KD. So let's let's tackle him, man. You wanna you wanna break down the details of this trade and and what transpired last week? So yeah, four, four team trade between the Nets, the Pacers, the Cavs, and the Houston Rockets. So the Nets received basically just James Harden, and that alone in itself is is a big piece for them. Um, but they did offload a lot, a lot of key pieces, which is kind of gonna could be their Achilles heel, but it, it could also be something that could be replaceable. Um, the Rockets received Victor Oladipo from the Indiana Pacers, which is a huge um, deal for the Rockets. Um, we'll get into all the details and, and, and you know how long the contracts are and everything is later on. But the Rockets also received Dante Exum, uh, Karooks from the from the Brooklyn Nets, three Brooklyn first round picks, unprotected, unprotected, one Milwaukee first round picks, first round pick, sorry, and four Brooklyn first round pick swaps. Unprotected. Yes. Uh, and these picks last up until basically altogether up until 2027. So the Brooklyn Brooklyn Nets don't have a pick until 2027, I believe it is. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the Pacers received Karis LeVert. Um, this was a huge piece for the Nets bench. Um, although he was coming off the bench, he was playing starter minutes and giving them starter production. And the Pacers also received a second round pick from Houston in 2023. Finally, the Cavs. The Cavs received Jared Allen and Torian Prince, two key, key guys from the Nets. Um, so a lot of moving parts to this trade, a lot of moving pieces. We did talk on the, on the, um, the Falco takeaway a little bit about who won, who lost the trade. Um, so let's just start you know, with your thoughts on the trade as a whole and what teams you, th- you think really benefited the most from this trade. Right, and, and I'll have to be honest because my thoughts prior to – so my thoughts on the Falco takeaway – and my thoughts now are going to be very different. I'll tell you why. Mm-hmm. I talked about the Pacers winning that trade because they picked up Karis LeVert. Uh, and Karis LeVert, like, everybody knows what he can do. Yeah. And he's proven what he can do in a starter role, off-the-bench role. It doesn't matter. Karis LeVert is a bucket, and he can produce. Mm-hmm. 
unfortunately, on yeah. the weekend, they found, uh, I believe it was a mass. Uh, like, I don't know what it's called. I'm not yeah, a mass, you're right. That's yeah, a little a, a mass in his kidney. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that, I hope, I hope, you know, prayers up to him and his family. I hope he can recover from that quick and come back because that's a big hit to him. Uh, yeah. and, and, you know, just from a career standpoint, what the opportunity that's coming to him after, you know, the grinding that he's had to put in and, for him to finally get that opportunity and then for this to happen, it's it's really sad. So hopefully he can find his way out of this. So yeah. obviously that changes my view a little bit because if they don't have if they don't have Karras at their disposal, then they're just the same team. They traded for nobody. They, they, they pretty much Victor. got rid of Victor Oladipo, yeah. right? Um, and they actually we should give them their flowers because they did release a statement saying they they were aware of the injury mm-hmm. or, or the the condition and they picked him up because he's a great person uh, and they support him. So that's very good on on the indiana side yeah um but i mean at that point it just leaves me only to look at brooklyn but it doesn't i don't necessarily think brooklyn won quote unquote because yes they did get james harden but man they gave up everybody they gave up everyone and their mothers uh they gave up all their draft picks for the next almost decade not decade but for the next five six seven years yeah um and look james harden is a great player He's not proven in the playoffs. Fair enough. Kyrie Irving is a great player. He is statistically injured. Not statistically because that doesn't even make sense. But every season, he's injured. Every season, he misses X amount of games. A lot of times, those happen to be the playoffs. Okay? A lot of times, he misses the playoffs. Mm -hmm. So, he's unproven. KD is about the only guy on that roster right now that I think is reliable come playoff time. James Harden has proven time and time again that he is not reliable. Mm-hmm. Right now, Kyrie, is he on the team? Is he coming back? Mm-hmm. Is When he comes back, is he here to stay? Yeah. Is he going to get along with Harden? Like, there are so many questions that you can ask about Kyrie, which kind of shows you know how much of a problem he actually is, in my opinion, because it's not just on-court problems. It's off-court problems. Like, are you going to show up? Are you going to be happy? Yeah. You know, and... For the people saying, "Well, trade Kyrie, pick up a bunch of a bunch of role players," because yeah. you can—well, I mean, in a perfect world, that'd be amazing. Yeah. If you can tell me right now, I can get three or four role players, put them around James and KD. Easy money. They want Let's that trade, hundred percent. Yeah. yeah. But Kyrie Irving doesn't really command much of a of a market right now. Uh, let's. Who's gonna give up any key or or good pieces for Kyrie? He's signed on to Brooklyn as a free agent. That means he chose himself. Yeah. To be there. Mm. And he's still unhappy and he's still showing up, not showing up. Mm. So, I mean, there's so many unknowns. And one of the biggest things for me, like I didn't really get to talk about this on, on the Falco takeaway at all. But, man, their defense yeah, is abysmal. So mm-hmm. I did the courtesy of going back till 2012 mm-hmm. to find every team's defense yeah, that won. Every championship team defense that won. Yeah. So 2012, the Heat. Ninth in the league. Mm-hmm. 2013, the Spurs, third in the league. 2014, the Warriors, first in the league. 2015, the Cavs, 10th in the league. Warriors after that, 2016, second in the league. 2017, who is this? Warriors again, 11th in the league. But they were the third offense in the league. These. 2019, Raptors, third in the league. 2020, Lakers, 
thirteenth in the league. <laughs> but so, so these arguments don't apply to LeBron. <laughs> they, That's they, an asterisk on LeBron. They don't apply to LeBron because LeBron transcends stats. So what do you think? Top ten defense in the league, top seven. You so need it to win the Brooklyn Nets as it stands right now. Mm-hmm. Abysmal. I know that. They are sorry. No, no, no. My fault. The Lakers. Yes, that's true. That's true. <laughs> Actually, no. I am wrong. This is not the Lakers. This is the Nets. Yeah, the Nets are the 13th ranked defense right now in the league. That's amazing. That's before when they had Jared Allen. Okay, that's And they okay, had Torian bro. Prince. That's okay. What do you mean it's okay? It's negative. They gave serious? away their best defensive players. They're that's 13th okay. with them. That's okay. They're trash. They couldn't even. Let, let's put it this way. KD put up 42 points. James Harden put up a 32-point triple-double. Yeah. And they won by seven. To the magic. Okay, that's okay. That's not okay. There's nothing. Listen, that's absolutely not okay. We don't know what we're going to see from this team until all your questions are answered. Playoff time is time to buckle down and get serious. Outside of the three guys, they have nobody that's proven. Joe Harris is not a proven basketball player. He's a nice player, okay. but he's not proven. But you don't, you you don't have to have proven guys right away. You this can't entrust a, a, a two, three-year project. If they traded away all these guys, all these picks, and they win one ring, all the th- everything they did until 2027 is worth it. That team has never won a championship ever in its in its in its history. So whatever they do now, it's to win a championship, regardless of what happens. Do I think they're going to go to the finals? I think they can go to the finals. I don't think there's a team in the East that can match up against those top three guys. If we're talking about r- the the Nets are going to have those top three guys, it's too many offensive weapons, too many offensive options for them to match. Do they have defense defensive issues that they they have to fill in and worry about? Absolutely. They're 13th in defense right now, and when we look at them and watch them play, we're like, wow, they're way worse than 13th. They look a lot worse than 13th. Yeah, so, because they gave up everyone that played they, defense. Okay, so they've so got a lot of room. So next week, they're going to be 20th in the, in the we'll league. We'll see how next week goes, but but even if they got two or three years to work on their defense, two or three years to pick up guys that they, they can contribute they to work on, they do. My man, they're, they're, they're free agents at the end of next year. Yeah, that's a player option. Yeah, you can. Opt, okay. You think they're, gonna, they're not going to opt in for forty-three million dollars for thirty-five million dollars? Well, I mean, James if Harden is coming off million. like two MVP seasons, who he, KD, KD, he can sign a four-year deal. And for a guy who injured his Achilles, that's Man, a pretty, I think they'll still that's a win pretty appealing. If Kyrie convinced KD to, can convince KD to go to the Nets, I think Kyrie can convince him to stay. Kyrie and it's, KD it's, it's, it's don't have a relationship anymore, bro. No, they do. They they're ride. distant. They ride. It's they re- ride. It's reported. It's that reported. It's reported. Listen, at the end of the day, the team that wins this trade. Is the Nets because they got the three best players? They got the best player in this trade overall, and now they have the the best three players on one team in the league. And it's tough to beat superstars. It comes down to superstars in the playoffs. James Harden hasn't been able to perform in the playoffs in the past, and trust me, I've been the first one to to roast him when he hasn't performed in the past. But he's got KD now. Like he's got a guy that they don't, he doesn't. Have to he carry had a fantastic team. He doesn't two have years to ago. carry the whole load. KD's. He never guarded. He didn't have to carry the whole load when they had Chris Paul, and they were almost. But there. But Chris Paul went out too. He got down. He, sure, got, he got injured too. He had to carry the full load. He can't carry the full load. And then James Harden recognized that, and he, that's why he's he's down to go to the, to the Nets. If Kyrie can buy into this team, that's the biggest question. If Kyrie can buy into this team and actually want to play for them, one day he's in on Steve Nash. One day he's out. One day he wants to fight political issues. By all means, bro, go do it. Like there's nothing stopping you from there from doing that. But you sign a contract. You say that you pick. You pick to go to your job and fight those issues at the same time or just fight those issues, you know, without playing basketball. That's fine. I think this team has a lot of potential. This team is finals bound if they make the right decisions, right decisions on people who are going to surround them. They can pick up guys on veteran minimum, veteran minimum contracts that are going to be useful. And then coaching. 
as long as they put defensive schemes into play that improve their defense, they're gonna they're gonna be a finals bound team. No team is gonna be able to guard that 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 much star power. Giannis and and, and the Bucks. Giannis is not reliable. They in the have playoffs one either. center on Gian- the team. They gotta they gotta fill in some holes. There's no w- doubt, bro. There's what money do they have to fill holes in? They're already in the luxury tax. You can get key guys. You can you can make key? more trades. We, could, we couldn't get a key guy in free agency. We have to settle for Aaron Baines and Alex Len. Talk to Masai about that, bro. Don't talk to me about but it. What it talk to Masai. Look at the market. Who is better? Who's Listen, more available? If you can, if if you can swindle deals, you can make deals happen. You can make deals. You have Dream, Man, uh, Andre Drummond. Big you ifs. have everything's a big if. You're, Andre you're Drummond makes thirty me. mil. Yeah, he's on, he's on expiring contract. Fit? Expiring move Kyrie, lovely. <laughs> okay, expiring we just contract. Said we can't move Kyrie. You can. You listen. Anything is possible. Anything can happen. Tell me of a team that can beat this roster in the East. I told you. In a seven game series, Philadelphia. That's that's a that's a as constructed answer. right now, a, as coached right that's now. That's a poorly I'll brought up answer because why? Because you because they're you, a different team than last you, year. You you banked you banked on Tobias Harris about a star season. Milwaukee Bucks with Drew Holiday. Milwaukee Bucks. That's that's, that's not even enough. That's why even why enough. is that not enough? Giannis doesn't show up in the playoffs. Giannis he does show up. He's he just not. Close, he can't close games. That's fine. He can't he Drew team, Holiday. He, he can't close beat games. Team, he can't beat team defense because he he gets shut down very easily. A lot of people just build up the wall and they've been able, they've been able to shut him down. This team you can't shut down. They have defensive issues. They make small tweaks on the defensive end. They're already outscoring. Teams. I think defensively the was, Miami Heat can shut them down. I don't think so. I don't think so. They don't have the personnel to do that. They don't have enough. Absolutely, they, they don't have made enough. the finals last year. Yeah, they, yeah, they have I the mean, personnel to make the finals. Yeah, but they didn't beat a three. They didn't beat man Hall of Fame team. They didn't beat any team like that. There was no team like that in their way. They beat Giannis and the Bucks. Bucks got bounced early, bro. Giannis has shown that he can't last in the playoffs. He's not that. Go- he's not that end end of game kind of guy. They've they've deferred to Chris Middleton to be that end of game kind of guy now, because he can shoot jump shots. Giannis can't. Giannis can't close games in a seven game series. What I about Boston with two wing guys averaging twenty eight points a game? Boston might be the only team that can put up a fight. I don't think they're enough. I don't think uh, that. That's I, four, I'm, but that's that, four I'm gonna, teams. I'm gonna lean on veteran veteran leadership and veteran play over the young guys like J- like Jason and Yo. they're veterans low key, but. These guys and are too I'm not, good. I'm not saying that the Pacers can beat them, but, man, no, you talk about Sabonis no, and no. Turner and you don't have a center on your roster, you're going to have problems. You're going to have problems. I think you're also underrating how, how good of a defender that KD is. He's a great defender, and absolutely. That's, but that's, he can't that's be one the one only guard. guy. He can't be a 40-point-per-night guy and an elite defender but all he doesn't, after He doesn't Achilles have to surgery. be a 40-point-per-night guy if they have all three of them playing. He does, though. Because he doesn't. He who's going to score for them? Joe Harris? He's not. Joe Harris is not going to score on a nightly basis. And I he, have him on fantasy. He's every 15 a game. Yes. Okay. Yes. Everything post Harden man is different. You can't entrust a shooter okay, to so not be involved in the game, and then every chance he gets to shoot, he makes it. They need rhythm. They need reps. But who do you think is gonna have wide open shots out of KD, Kyrie, James Harden, and Joe Harris? Who do you think is gonna get the get the most benefit out of I mean, the, yeah, out of those sure, open shots? He's gonna shots? be open. I don't know if he's gonna get the ball though. He's gonna get the ball. And he, I mean, after that, the well, Landry Sham is not proven. Jeff Green's old. DeAndre Jordan they have, is not good. They have good. guys. They have guys. TLC's can step up. not proven. He's a second year player. Everyone's not proven. Okay, so what's the so all <laughs> the guys you you mentioned are not proven either. So Who? how can you, Giannis, the Bucks? Giannis the only is, proven. is an MVP player, man. I'm talking in about, the playoffs though. I'm talking about Landry Sham. Yeah, his exactly. Timothy Luau Cabarro. Their roles are much smaller than a guy like Giannis that you're you're banking on being the guy to take the Bucks over to the to, over the edge over this team. I don't think Brooklyn's got it. Like, I'm not saying that they're not going to make the finals. They definitely could make the finals. But for, for people to tell me, like, oh, it's shoo-in. They're going to make the finals 100%. I think they have the highest chance. I disagree, chance. man. They have the highest chance of all the teams in man, the East. They're going to come across. Like, I listed four teams that if they're not going to beat them, it's not going to be a cakewalk. 
If you come across any of the teams I listed, you're going to struggle. Even if you win 4-2, it's going to be a dogfight. Dogfights of series need your team to be on the same page. You need to all be together, mm-hmm. and this team is not that. Yeah, it's been one game. It's been all season. It's been one game. They're key. What do you mean, man? With Kyrie a new team. Their, With a new player. team. Okay. Kyrie's a key player that's not bought in. Okay. So as it stands, they're not on the same page. Okay. That's it. But okay. they, they, they overhauled the whole bunch because of guys who are gone, gone now. Because if, uh, if he they don't trade him and he doesn't show up, mm. and it's just these two guys and nobody else, they're not enough. They're going to have to fill it. But then if Kyrie doesn't show up, his contract is voided. They've got a lot then of money they, they can use. I don't use. know about the intricacies. No, no, no. no. You, can't, you can't say you don't know about the intricacies. When you, when you count no, out no, Kyrie. I'm saying I don't know like, the contract stuff. But no, but if you count out Kyrie, you count out his money. If he's not going to show up, you count out his money. Is that a fact? I don't know. I didn't search it up. He, That's what he I'm voids saying. his contract. He voids his contract. Sure. Let's, let's assume That's he does. That's a lot then they of can money fill, you can put in. Then into they have money. Who's available? You can get people. I'm sure you, they have uh, no they have no assets can, they have no draft can, picks to if trade. If you can trade somebody for a photocopier, you can trade somebody for money. But man, so they don't have they don't doable. have draft picks and they don't have pieces. It has to be money and some other the other mid development pieces. I don't know it's who it could t- be. It, right now, as constructed, it's very contingent on Kyrie, KD, and James Harden. If they're not all three there, mm-hmm. it's it's not happening. If they're all all three there, then it's going to be freaking exciting. And and they're going to probably make the finals. Oh, okay. So but but it's, it's not huge, guaranteed. Uh, I, I, I would say I'm not going to say it's, all, it's on all three. It's on Kyrie. Th- those two guys, KD and James Harden, they want to be together. They want to win. They want to play. We know that. Can't We've believe. seen that. Kyrie's the biggest dude. And I, that's a big question mark on him. But out of all the three, all the four teams, like, the four teams got better, but they didn't get better for the future either. Like, Karis Avert, unfortunate. He signed until, until 2023. So, you know what? He, he, even if he sits out this year, the Pacers still got better in the next two years. Houston, they lose Old Depot after this year. So they didn't really get much better. They got better by tons losing of picks, man. Tons of picks, but they got better by losing James Harden primarily. And think about like, because these guys, even if they take their contracts, mm-hmm. they, their options after twenty twenty three, they're they're not there. Mm-hmm. And once the team loses those two guys, as constructed like this, you lose those two guys. If yeah, if but in the next two years, they can make a run out of championship. And if they win one, it's worth it. It's definitely worth it if they win one. That's all you need. I, okay, let let's also look back at like okay, let's look at the 2012 Heat, right? They won the the chip, yeah, in 2012. Yeah, they had the big three that were great, but they have mm. guys like Ray Allen, Shane Battier, Birdman. Like these are key, Mario Chalmers mm. even played key minutes. What's his name? Coltrane. What's his guy? Norris Cole. These guys all played key minutes. They don't have contributors on their team. They don't mm. even have guys that like Norris Cole's whatever. I'm not even gonna you're, you're in correct. the conversation. But, but you're Shane saying- Battier, Ray Allen, Birdman. Udonis Haslam, like these are good pieces to have off your bench. Like, let's like even the Spurs, like everybody, the you're, the Raptors. You're correct, but a lot of those guys were either unproven and then proved themselves by being on the Heat and being a huge contributor to the Heat. Mario Chalmers, who was he before he, he before the Heatles? Nobody. Uh, Ray Allen, proven, we know that veteran. Shane Battier, Shane Battier, veteran minimum. A lot of those key guys. Mike Miller. A lot of the vet men's. Proven, though. Vet men's, though. You yes. can, but, so you can bring on guys on vet men's. There's a possibility okay, of bringing the, on those, those guys. But those guys aren't there right now, though. There's nobody right now that's a, on you a vet find men. Mike Miller. Like, these guys don't if, even if, exist anymore. You wouldn't even have brought up Mike Miller if, though, if he was on those teams and they, and they didn't win. You wouldn't have Because he's a veteran guy. He was good. Very injury-ridden. Happened to contribute very well. So you're, you're bringing up guys that... We're veteran, either veteran minimum guys. The only proven guy was Ray Allen because he's won before and been an all-star before. Mike Miller was never really proven. He was just a great veteran piece that they added to it. Shane Battier, great defender, great veteran piece that they added on a, on a minimum contract. He's so not proven? Shane Battier? He wasn't really known as a winner or anything. 
Shane Battier on the Rockets. Wasn't a champion. He was, give, he was giving Kobe heat every year. Kobe, he was right there Kobe at the conference final. Don't Kobe, say he wasn't a winner. Kobe was still averaging like 30, 35 that's in the Kobe. series. That's Kobe. that's Kobe the GOAT. We're talking about Kobe. This Shane Battier is a proven basketball player. He's a Hall of Famer. There's no question. Hall of Famer? There's no question. You think Shane Battier is a Hall of Famer? There's no question. Based Shane off Batty of what? Shane is a Hall of Famer. Based off of what? Off of his career. He played. Well, off he what, like, what did he do in his he career? He was pivotal that's Hall for the Rockets. Bro, search it up. This is Shane Battier, fam. Hall of Famer, Houston though? Houston Rockets? Then he won a chip at the end of it? 100% he's a Hall of Famer. No. No, no, no. You're giving him way too much credit, and you're trying to overcredit him because I'm oh calling you out gosh. on it. There's no way he's, a, he's not, number one, he's not a Hall of Famer. Number two, he was known as a primary defender, 100%. But if Kobe still averages 30-35, you're just the primary defender. You're not a – he's a good defender, but he couldn't guard Kobe. What are you going to do? That's like, saying, that's like saying Stanley Johnson was the LeBron stopper. LeBron still, still averaged 30 in the series. It doesn't make a difference. All these guys you've brought up, they're great key veteran guys, and the Nets can find great key veteran guys just like the Heat did. The Warriors had great key veteran guys for so many ve- years. That's what I'm telling you. There aren't any veterans. Nobody's available. You can find, bro, and you can trade for some. It's, d- it's definitely <laughs> what possible. Are you going to control F and just find somebody? Like, they're not there. It's there. It's there. It's always there. Trust me, bro. It's always there. There's always guys. Always guys. Bro, like, the Warriors had key veteran guys on their team for so long, too. All these all these teams, championship teams, had key role players. Please read. Are you Go. ready? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let me see his Hall of Fame resume. Are you resume. ready? Two-time NBA champion. Two-time NBA all-defensive second team. NBA all-rookie first team. NBA teammate of the year. NCAA champion, NCAA Final Four Most Outstanding Player of the Year, Consensus National College Player of the Year, Consensus First Team All-American, Consensus Second Team All-American, three-time NABC Defensive Player of the Year, Chip Hilton Player of the Year. You don't know half these awards. ACC Co-Player of the Year. You don't know half these awards, bro. Academic All-American? Two-time First Team All-ACC. Number 31, retired by Duke Blue Devils. First Team Parade All-American, high school. Second team parade All American high school McDonald's All American ninety seven. That's not a Hall of Famer. No. No. All half the first of all half the achievements you 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 listed. No, we're were going before. To, we're going to Twitter no, 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 for this no, no. one. We're going to Twitter for this. Half one. the achievements you listed were prior to his professional career, high school, university. Well, what's a Hall of Famer? Great. Is it NBA Hall of Fame or basketball Hall of Fame? I assume it's professional career though. It's basketball Hall of Fame. I assume it's professional career though. This guy has more accolades than Carmelo Anthony. Take it in. Search up Carmelo Anthony's. You're sure, I will, but that. he has more accolades. Oh my! God. I can't wait for people to see this because it's going to be hilarious, and I can't wait for Carmelo won a chip in college, and then that's it. He had a few scoring titles. Okay, that's what you want to just say. That is. Say. How about Olympic gold medalist three times, leader in USA ba- uh, USA basketball points? Sure. I just off the top, not, I'm not even switching this. Sure. Olympic gold medal. He could have been making an Olympic team. He's a defensive specialist. Oh, man. don't give me excuses. He couldn't make it. I'm not giving you excuses, but you actually just said on on live TV that Shane Battier is not a Hall of Famer. You no. said he's not proven. No, we're I'm taking th- this to Twitter, bro. We're kay. taking this so to Twitter. Mellows, just just for for my defense, this is Mellows' um, career highlights and award: ten-time NBA All-Star, two-time All NBA Second Team, four-time All NBA Third Team, NBA Scoring Champion, NBA All Rookie First Team, NCAA Champion, NCAA Final Four mo- uh, Most Outstanding Player. Contestant's second team All-American in 2003, the one year he played in college. He didn't need four. Um, <laughs> U.S. US uh, Basketball National Freshman of the Year. Number 15, retired by Syracuse. You want to go to college. Three-time USA uh, Basketball Male Athlete of the Year. First-time played All-American. McDonald's All-American. Gold medals. Leads USA Team Basketball in scoring. Who, who's, whose resume is better? I mean, they're both good. Oh, okay, who yeah, has yeah, an yeah. NBA championship? Yeah, 
And Fine. Who, who that has, doesn't, that who doesn't has, equal Hall of Fame career. Who has that two equal, NBA championships? That doesn't equal Hall of Fame career. He has Don't. two NBA championships and an NCAA championship, and he's an All-American? And he was an NCAA that's all you need outstanding for, player that's of the year? you need for Hall of Fame career? What are you talking about? Are you serious? He's retired by Bro, Duke. this guy's never His been. His number's retired by Duke. He's never been the main player on any team he's been on. So every player in the Hall of Fame is the main player on the team that they played on. At some on? point, they've been a very, a very key Come component on, of the team. Come on, he's off the bench for the Heat, the starting for the, for the for the Heatles. We're taking this to Twitter. All right, we'll see. You're digging yourself a hole, man. No, you're digging yourself a hole. Shane Battier is Hall of Famer. Hall of Famer. First ballot? No. Changes things, but no, I don't think he's a Hall of Famer. <laughs> Changes things? I never even said first ballot. He's not a Hall of Famer, though. I don't think he's a Hall of Famer. I don't think this is a Hall. Of his Fame his achievements are great achievements. Don't get me wrong. I'm not. Compa- I'm not saying he's a scrub. But I'm comparing him to Hall of Fame kind of guys. He is a Hall of Famer. I don't think he's a Hall of Famer. <laughs> his his college resume alone is Hall of Fame. His oh college resume alone is Hall of oh Fame. Oh my god! He has a championship. That's great. He has his number retired. He's second team, two time first team All ACC. Yeah, because he played ACC four Player of the Year. It doesn't matter, man. Yeah, so did JJ Redick. Nobody talks about that. Do you think he's a Hall of Famer? JJ Redick. Yeah. Based off his Duke career alone, he's a Hall of Famer. You're I'll not, him, bro. I'll you're give him that. I'll you're give him only that. looking at that. NBA. That's the issue. Duke. Yeah, he's a but Duke I'm, not, goat. I'm not. He's a Duke goat, but it doesn't automatically mean you're a Hall of Famer because you're a Duke goat. Your college, his college accolades right now are mm-hmm. Hall of Fame. I'm telling you. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. That. So where are we in terms of the trade? Uh, we've argued about the Nets being the winners the whole time. Uh, honestly, key. I guess. I guess honorable mentions. Um. I think the Cavs got infinitely better with Jared Allen. Jared Allen finally gets to be uh, a key component of a team, which he deserves to be. Key starting center for a team. Torian Prince uh, is a huge addition for them. Um, and then the Rockets. The Rockets got way better just by, by just by losing James Harden. Just that negative energy, that bad vibe. Um, and then th- if they can keep Old Depot, that would be great for them. I think that, that four... Uh, player combo of John Wall, DeMarcus Cousins, Christian Wood, who's who's been he's who's debuting a, tonight. He's been Depot. crazy, yeah. And, and Old Depot, Old Depot, that could be a dangerous team in the future. But there's all those reports about Old Depot wanting to go um, to Miami, so it'll be tough to keep him. But you know, t- all four teams got better if all guys are healthy and all the guys are in. All four teams got better. I think Nets are the only team that became a championship contender, even yeah. though they were before. So as well. okay, maybe maybe this is a better way to put it. Mm-hmm. The Nets are probably going to be the most talented team to struggle their way to the finals. Sure. For someone with I that core three, you, they're not like sure. You should not struggle as hard as they're going to struggle this year between consistency on and off the court and guys on the court and depth and defense mm-hmm. and everything that they're going to have. They're going to have to do a lot to win games. Like if you're going to have to score. What was the record I sent you? They were 0 5 when they didn't score 120 points. So on a so, nightly basis, is bad, yeah. you need to score a lot of points. So mm-hmm. that means every single night, mm-hmm. Kyrie is going to give you 30. Or if he's not on the court, then KD is going to give you 40 plus, and James Harden has to give you 30 plus and like 15 assists for you to win games. Tough thing to rely mm-hmm. on every mm-hmm. game. So they're going to struggle, but it's going to be like nobody can stop KD. And that's what it comes down to is he's. Nobody can stop Harden either, and Harden's a playmaker. Like it, they can stop him in the playoffs, and it's it's been proven. That's a scary with, thing with, too. With, with KD and Kyrie at, on 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 your team, that's a scary it's, it's sight. Different. Having all three of them on the court at it's the same different time is scary. Happens, so because then that's single coverage for everybody, and we're back to the. Yeah. Isn't it funny how KD always finds himself in these single coverage situations? Always yeah. just you know finds this himself on the most <laughs> talented teams in NBA history. This one's not his fault though. He orchestrated it for sure though. 
I'm sure he had a pull on it. There's there's no doubt about that. But I mean, in, in the beginning of season or when he signed with the Brooklyn Nets last year, he probably wasn't like, oh, we're gonna get yeah. James Harden a year from now. So last last touches on this Ooh. conversation before we move on, because producer Kiro was gracious enough to hit us with some uh, some stats about our conversation. So Shane Batty was actually inducted in the College Basketball Hall of Fame last year. So uh, oh, how about Basketball Hall of Fame for all everything? He's gonna get that he's one as get well. Because plus the two rings, I mean. Like two rings doesn't put you there though. Call it does. Like, it does, bro. It does absolutely. A He's great a, college career plus two rings as a role player puts you as a, at the Hall of Fame. Yeah, I think so, man. NBA All Rookie First Team too as I a rookie. Oh man, he started out his career very nicely. I don't know, man. Come two time on, all a, all defense second team 0809. So he was All Rookie First Team in 02. All defense second team 0809. Then a chip won two chips in 12 and 13 as a starter. That's pretty. That's longevity. That's consistency. Ah. That's accolades at three different parts of his career, yeah. with three different teams. Rookie, of the, rookie first team with Memphis, all defense with Houston, champion but with you Miami. You got to think about there's what three all NBA teams, offensive and defensive, or sorry, all NBA and then all uh, all NBA defense. So that's 15, 30 player, thirty players every year get these votes. Not all of these thirty guys are Hall of Fame guys and get into the Hall of Fame. NBA second team means he's top ten defender in the league. Yeah, but not all these guys make like the, like like you you you're, you're putting out these accolades, which are great accolades, and they're they're difficult to get. But you're saying these are the things that are gonna propel him to a Hall yeah, of Fame all career. Together. No, I don't think so because I don't, there's a bunch of those guys who get those awards every year. Just because you had two years in that group and not that great of a rest of an NBA career, I don't think that puts you up there. So that's why I don't think so. But listen, we'll we'll take it to Twitter. We'll let Twitter decide who. Who who is correct and who's incorrect and maybe next week we'll follow up on it and we'll we'll give the result. Yep, um, we definitely will, bro. Moving on, we had a bunch of this 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 week was kind of the week of of, of streaks. We had a bunch of teams in the NBA um, either prolong streaks or start streaks, and so we we're, let's just start off with um, the team that won five straight. I don't think anybody would guess this if we were to ask them who won five straight this week. Nobody yeah. would guess this team. But the Utah Jazz, five straight wins against Denver, against Atlanta, against Cleveland, Detroit, and Milwaukee. So a couple, you know, pretty solid quality teams in there, um, especially the win last night over Denver. That's always a huge battle for them. Um, all convincing wins, except for Denver. They won by uh, four last night against Denver. Everything else was, I believe, 10-plus. Um, Joe Ingles was also out for four of those five games, which interesting. an integral part of that team, he's been out. So they, they've been able to win without him. Um, the main story for, for this week, honestly, Jordan Clarkson just remains consistent for them, and he's been amazing off the bench. It looks like he kind of found a home in, in Utah a little bit. He's been a key player in the rotation, a key player coming off their bench, and a key contributor to their offense. Um, they're sitting at third in the West. Um, they're actually one of three teams in the league that rank top 10 in both offensive and defensive efficiency. Those other two teams are the Lakers and the Bucks. Interesting. So that's some pretty good company to be a part of. So given all of that, how do you feel about the Utah Jazz? Do you think this is a, a, just a hot streak, or do you expect it to continue? I thought last year the Utah Jazz were uh, Mike Conley almost made game winner out of the conference finals, to be honest. Not the conference final, out of the second round, because mm-hmm. I don't think they would have beat the Clippers. But uh, they're a second-round team. I don't know if they've surpassed second round, mm-hmm. in my opinion, because the West right now like top-heavy. Uh, Clippers, Lakers, I don't think anyone's better than those two guys in the West. Yeah. And I feel like if if come playoff time, I feel like a team like Phoenix could give them a problem. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so I don't I don't know that I trust the Utah Jazz. For me, Rudy Gobert is just not that guy, second option. And Donovan Mitchell is not good enough to be how big they need him to be. 
Like they mm. need like if Donovan Mitchell was KD esque, then we are having a whole different discussion. Yeah. But he's not reliable. A lot of times he shoots himself out of games. Fair. Uh, he's inefficient at times. Uh, he's playing well right now, but he's very streaky. Mm-hmm. So I'm not really sold. And then all the, the Joe Ingles thing has been like, it's been like the elephant in the room for the last like two years because they secretly kind of like do well when he's not there, but then yeah. he's also like really good. Yeah. <laughs> and he's like a 50 plus percent shooter. So it's like, where do you go? Wh- what do you do with Joe Ingles? Like he's not really good off the bench. He's better as a starter, but like, I don't know. He's been out and they're, they're figuring it out. Jordan Clarkson's playing well, but again, that's another guy like, do you want to rely on Jordan Clarkson fair. come playoff time? Yeah, fair enough. I don't know. The guys that are playing well for them right now are regular season guys. Uh, so I don't know. This has been a very weird season, to mm-hmm. say the least. Like now, Unless these guys show up in the playoffs, I don't really – They're, they're going to begin a six-game homestand this week. Four of their – their next four games, sorry, are against teams that rank in the bottom ten offensively. Do you know who those teams are? The Raptors are one of them. Definitely. Yeah, 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 yeah. definitely. Um, but the uh, team that they're facing. Poor defense. Poor offense. Poor offense. If you could uh, guess, you'd actually be surprised by who the teams are. Okay. Uh, give you a little bit uh, of a New hint. York? No. But they are. I think they are facing New York, but it's not New York. New Orleans, they're facing them twice. Yeah, that, that one doesn't make sense. The Warriors, they're facing them once. So although these teams are technically t- bottom 10 offensively, I think the, the start of the season, especially for the Warriors, that is really what's pumping them down. Um, those are three games that they can very well lose. So I think this trip, this or, sorry, this uh, homestand this week is going to be very, very important for them. Um, next, the Clippers. Clippers yeah, seem to be bike, bro. Four straight wins against Chicago, New Orleans, uh, Sacramento, and Indiana. So, you know... Not exactly great quality teams, but uh, Sac and teams, Indiana are good teams. Teams that they that they should beat, though, mm-hmm. in my opinion. So, um, some highlights for the Clippers: they've been shooting better than fifty percent from three point range uh, during this streak. Paul George is having a redemption season. He seems to be back. Uh, he's shooting fifty one percent from three, including forty eight percent from pull up threes. So it's not just open wow. jump shots; these are pull up threes that That's he's insane. making. Um, so he's back to being a bucket. Um, the Clippers right now are one game behind the Lakers in the Western Conference and uh, sitting at the number two spot. If they tie, they have that tiebreaker since they beat the Lakers. So they can very well take over that first place spot. I think they're back. I think they're they're, they're kind of firing on all cylinders. They're, they're playing good team basketball. I even saw him play. Luke Kennard was, was even playing fluid a lot he better. He had five than, threes, yeah, 20 yeah, points. Yeah, so he, I think they've been playing a lot more as a team. It took them a bit of time to figure it out. Um, the next games this week, they've got Sacramento and OKC twice. So I'm expecting to extend the streak to seven games after this week. Wow. That's yeah. a big one. That's yeah. a tough one, but yeah. they're playing very good basketball. Like you said, man, like Paul George is on a tear. He's coming back. But I mean, at the end of the day, nobody really cares about Paul George's regular season. We're not here for regular season PG. We want playoff P and that's all it comes down to. So the Clippers and the Lakers, it's like a joy ride till, till the playoffs. Yeah. And I think both of them are like sort of mentally clocked out of that regular season, even though Paul George is on a tear. I just feel like they're they're bored and they need to get to the playoffs ASAP. So mm-hmm. they'll be, uh, yeah, yeah. I don't know. The that, next, I, I, I'm, I hate, I hate talking about the Clippers because I hate giving them flowers. And, you don't want to. And eh? Serge Ibaka's <laughs> playing pretty well this year too. Yeah, like, he's yeah. helping anchor that defense, and we need defense. And mm. and I'm like every night, like we're giving up all these second chance points, and I look at the box score, and Serge's got like you twelve miss, rebounds. You're like, you Man. miss Serge. You miss Serge. Uh, the next team, the Bucks, four straight wins: Cleveland, Orlando, Detroit, and Dallas. Um, for me, the biggest thing for the Bucks is just—I mentioned it earlier—who is going to decide games? Who is going to close games for them? They've moved away from Giannis. Giannis hasn't been able to 
hit late game jump shots, haven't, hasn't been able to take those late game free throws and make them um, as we saw in the beginning of the season. So it's really moved towards Chris Middleton. Let's get Chris Middleton that last shot. Let's make him the game, the game closer. Um, offensive rating came in at 117.8 this week. That's first in the league. So very, very interesting that they still got a good offense and they're seventh in defense. So another one of those regular season teams, they're another steady. one of those regular season teams that got their biggest problem in, the, in playoffs. the playoffs. Eric Bledsoe was trash. They didn't have anybody anchoring their offense and they have to give Giannis the ball to create plays. Yeah. Now that they have Drew Holiday and they have DJ Augustine off the bench, those are two much better ball handlers, in my opinion. Guys mm-hmm. that Giannis doesn't need to have the ball in his hands and create that play. Yeah. And Chris Middleton's playing a fantastic season. And yeah. They have depth, and, and Brooke Lopez is a very underrated, very good defender. Um, I, I like I like Drew Holiday, so I don't know. I'm I'm happy, and he, last time he was in the playoffs, he was cooking. So we'll see about uh, we'll see how it works. But their point guard game was the problem, and they upgraded, uh, and they have longevity and, and chemistry and a coach. So I'm they, I like them. They play Brooklyn tonight. Which is set to be a very, very interesting yeah. We're recording game. early just to watch. Yeah, it. so that that's gonna be a big, big game for Brooklyn and big game for the Bucks to see where they're both at in the season. And lastly, the last win streak of this week comes at no surprise. We there's nothing really bad to say about this team. The Lakers, five straight wins. Chicago, they're Houston. Like, it's like boring how good they are now. It's incredible. Chicago, Houston, Houston, OKC, New Orleans. LeBron played more than fi- more than thirty one minutes. One time in those five games, AD played more than thirty minutes once in four games. <laughs> how do you beat a team that plays perfect basketball? It's incredible See, how they play. That's why I'm saying the Nets are not gonna have it crafted like this. What? Look at the depth, man. Look at this. We're talking about a chip. I still think the Lakers are the chip favorite. Man, I think the Lakers would sweep Brooklyn as constructed. Four one, because KD KD is good. It'll be tough, man. Four one, really? Oh. I want to give him a 4-2. I can see 4-1. Who's going to stop AD? DeAndre Jordan? <laughs> Team defense. DJ you know and KD I mean? like <laughs> together. It'll be tough. And then who's going to guard? There's so many options. The Lakers are a well-constructed team. And when you're talking about championship teams, yeah. that's exactly who you look to. Because the Lakers, they've got it at every single position, at every single point in the game. They have their stars playing less than 30 minutes a game. So yeah. they're, they're, they're ready for the playoffs. Um, they're shooing for the championship. They're the only team you can look at in the league right now and be like, they're proven. All their players are proven. All the players have done something great. All these guys are playing together. They're gelling together. They're matching together. This team is a team that can win the championship. Absolutely. Um, I hate to do this, by the way, and I want to ask this question and bring it back, but I, I hate to do this because he's Canadian and we are fans of this guy. And, you know, it's we've, we've talked openly about how we support and want him on the show as well. Um, I don't know if we'll get that after this, but is Jamal Murray good enough? Good enough for what? What are you trying? What, what are you trying to achieve right here? Good enough for the role that he needs to be, because Bubble Jamal gave people this idea mm-hmm. that Jamal was, you know, he broke, he broke out of that shell. Yeah, he, you know, that because the whole thing with Jamal was he's really good, but he on off nights he's super off, like yeah. it's really bad. So that's one thing that I've noticed um, this year to start the year because I haven't been fantasy. Mm. Is his field goal percentage has not been the greatest. Yeah. His points are up and down. Some games he's there, some games he's not. Um, yesterday against the Utah Jazz, he had 24 in the first half, finished with 30. Yeah. Uh, and why I ask about this is because Jokic is having a career season. 
and wow. they wow. are wow. sitting at 11th in the West right now. Yeah. So what? Like, if I'm Jokic, I'm thinking like Luka Doncic is my boy. <laughs> yeah. Like yeah. my boy, boy. Yeah. He's tearing up the league. He mm. doesn't have Porzingis. Well, Porzingis just came back, but we know Porzingis is not the guy. Yeah. I need a point guard because this guy here, I don't know. He takes a lot of shots. I don't know. Is Okay, let's just – one thing at a time. Is Jamal Murray good enough to be bubble Jamal consistently? And what does he need to do to get better? I think it's his decision-making and his, and, and, and his shot yeah. – picking his spots. I think, you know, you're, you're – you're, we all are putting a lot of pressure on Jamal Murray to perform. Jamal Murray had an unbelievable bubble. But I think even the NBA community and people who who are around the NBA know that NBA the bubble basketball wasn't exactly how I, I want to just use real life basketball as played. T.J. Warren was snapping like there was guys who were snapping that you don't really necessarily see snap. Do I think Jamal Murray can play like that at a consistent level? Yeah, but I think he's just got to get a lot smarter. A lot of his shots, it's 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 not forced takes, but takes maybe he where he should calm down a little bit more, pick his spots more. And that's just something that's going to come with age and experience and watching film. Dude, he's only 23 years old. Like, we're putting an immense amount of pressure on him to be the guy. And he's only been in the league. He's been in the league for five years, but he's only 23. He hasn't even signed his prime contract yet, right? So he's still got so much room to grow. So I just think mentally for him, he's got all the handle, the shot, the the, 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 the finishing package. He's got uh, – he could play decent enough defense. Um, I think just him getting smarter is going to be the biggest thing and being able to play make a lot more for his, for a lot of his teammates. Do I think Jokic and Dantic will be a better duo? 100%. That 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 is going to be that would be one of the scariest duos in the league only because Dantic has that They're ability. Positionless. They're both positionless. Yeah. And Dantic has that ability to play make and make other people better. Jamal Murray doesn't really have that. Jamal Murray is a pure scorer kind of guy. And when you put two guys who can make their team better. Jokic is averaging a triple-double as a big man. And Doncic, who is also a walking triple-double, you put those guys on the same team, that's going to create scary, scary matchups. So is Jamal Murray good enough to be the main guy right now? No. Uh, he, he's, not, he's not there yet. I think shot, shot, shot selection is going to be a game-changer. He's only sitting at 20.3 points on the season. He wants to be the guy. You got to up at 25, 24, 25, 26. 20, 27, I was going to say 27. At the, 27 the rate that guards even. are scoring right now? Yeah, yeah. The rate so that car, guards are putting up points, you should not be getting 20. I, I think he's getting, ball a lot every of, possession. he's getting a lot of premature pressure, which which sucks for him because he, he did play so well in the bubble. Yeah. Um, But he's, he's still got a long way to go. His ceiling is, is still so high. But to your point, we were just talking about, I think before, we're like, man, imagine if, if Jokic and Doncic played together. That would be a matchup. And I wouldn't be surprised to see it come in the next two, three, four when years. They're, when they're free agents. When, when they're free agents. So that'd I be hope so. To look out I hope for. they're both healthy at the mm-hmm. time, too. But uh, I think that's that for MLK Day today. We um, we talked a lot about that trade. I think we got everything we mm-hmm. wanted to get out. Any 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 thoughts on the Raptors? Raptors this week? Uh, yeah, Weekly I mean. Raptor update before we wrap they up. They won two games in a row, but both are against Charlotte. And both were very close down to the wire games. Both games were led by double digits and gave it up. Both games. Give up a lot of second chance points, came mm-hmm. down to the wire, and you just lose to a young, inexperienced team. It's not really a win. Yeah. So I'm not really yeah, comfortable. You're a, more, you're a lot more negative than I thought you were going to be this week on, on the Raptors. I'm, I'm not as well. really that comfortable. Like, I'm happy that they won the two games, but it's what are we going to be happy about? The games that they lost were more, they proved to me more than the games that they won. Fair. So yeah. it'll, it'll have to take a couple more games, I think. So Dallas tonight. Without you know a fully healthy KP should be a winnable game in my opinion. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then they got I think a few other teams that are winnable 
for the rest of the week. I don't really know their schedule coming up, but um, they got or they got Miami a couple times I think coming yeah, up. Yeah, uh, yeah. Miami, Miami, Indiana. So that that all Oof. like the Miami one really depends if if Butler's gonna play, if Hero's gonna play because they didn't play a couple yeah. games ago. Yeah. Uh, and then Indiana's a tough game. That's so a tough game. That's what I mean. Like you need a you need to squeeze out a win at least tonight to anticipate like two or three losses in the next. But three. there there is some some silver lining. I think what's 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 been good and what's been helping the Raptors win is they've been forty percent plus on threes in those in those wins. Um, and for a team that's becoming a team that is a three point shooting team, I don't know why. Um, I think the Raptors are set right now. Well, it's there's saying no inside Forty nine point three percent of our shots are from three. So that's half of our, half the Raptors shots coming from three. Like you said, no inside presence, but we also don't have three point shooters. I want to say like exactly to be shooting half of our shots well, from we do, three. They're just on the bench. Uh, yeah, that, 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 that could be a key factor there, but you know, um, we're, the Raptors are on, on track to be the first team since the Rockets to shoot 50% of their shots uh, from three on a season. So that's kind of a, a bit concerning. God bless Chris Boucher, who has been, Fantastic, putting up man. numbers, numbers. Yo, he got nominated for Player of the Week, but KD got it. He got, uh, but that nomination is is is, is something huge Profound, for him, man. He's a bench player, bro. He's making he's he's making a tough case for MIP and Sixth Man of the Year. Yeah, right. So he he's been doing so well. He's third in the league in block shots at two point five blocks per game. It seems like a lot more, but he's he's been playing so well. Um, the Raptors have outscored their opponents. It's six point nine points per hundred possessions when CB's on the floor. Mm-hmm. So CB is he is he making impact. a more profound argument than Julius Randle for MIP? Because Julius Randle's yeah, balling out right he's now. He's balling out, but in a starter role and like Julius Randle anchoring that Knicks team. They're Julius, like at five hundred. Julius had these games though last year and the year before. He had games like this. He's just more consistent this year. CB was not even in the rotation last yeah, year. Yeah, but I, I like right now these are all star numbers. So if Julius Randle makes an all star team this Ooh. year. Huge, and they make the pl- and yeah. they make the playoffs. Yeah. But but six men should be a shoe in if he continues doing this yeah. and continues to to come off the bench, right? Because mm-hmm. uh, right now they're going with Baines for like five minutes and then CB the scrap rest it of the way, and yeah. it continues to happen. One thing that is really continuing to grind my gears is the lack of consistency in the rotation. Yeah, one game you yeah. get really good minutes from Utah, the next you throw him down the bench. Yeah, one game you get really good minutes from Terrence, the next you don't even play him. But it's just so. It makes no sense to me. Like, I don't know. I'm not a coach. I don't want to stress myself out. But <laughs> that's something that really just gets on my nerves. It's like, man, like I feel for these guys. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, like you, you get thrown on the bench. You come in. You give fantastic minutes. You're like, yo, I earned it. I earned it. It's like, thanks. Now go back to the bench. Yeah, it, it, it's been shocking to see Nurse. How do you get the max out of guys like that? He's, it's been shocking to see him bench guys that the previous game they've been giving you good minutes. Like we said, like why not be. Gave gave the Raptors such good minutes in that first game against Charlotte and barely got any run in the second yeah. game against Charlotte. It makes no sense. Same I understand. Team, I understand that Nurse is trying to play with lineups. I know he's he's trying a lot of um, Pascal at the five, which actually has been working in their favor a lot. Um, but as the season starts to you know you know progress, I'm really looking for Nurse to you know this is the eight nine man rotation we're gonna have. Yeah, these are gonna be your roles because a lot of guys are coming in. And being discouraged, like, you, like these aren't Kyle Lowry. It's, it's not Fred. It's not Norm. Whether they've been around, they can kind of deal with up and down. They can deal with call-outs from the coach. These are brand new guys trying to fit into the system. So you want to see them get consistent yeah. minutes, and you want to see the role. And be another line. silver lining is Norm starting to pick it up a little bit. He had a oh, yeah. good couple games yeah. against Charlotte, but that's the thing with Norm is that's just what he does. One game, two games, they'll get you 20, and then it's like eight points inefficient. Yeah. yeah. And then it's like 20, 25, and then six points, seven points. It's like. 
come on, man. Like you're you're better. You're better than this, bro. You're better. Like we need Terrence. I mean, we need Norman Powell to be what Terrence Ross is for the Orlando Magic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To be that guy off the bench that just gets you a lot of points. We don't care about your rebounding or your assists. Just put it through the hoop, and that's it. <laughs> Terrence Ross is a very nice addition on the Raptors right now. At this point, it's career, yeah. If absolutely. we can bring back some, some former Raptors, it would be nasty, like JV. JV. Oh, oh JV. Wow, JV. Memphis. Bro, Shout out to Memphis. JV. We didn't even talk about that. They won four straight games. Yeah. But yeah, they're yeah. they're sitting at the bottom, but they won four straight games, and they just got John Morant back. Yeah. And uh, we put out a graphic for JV. He's balling. He's 24 balling, and 16, man. two blocks. Mm. That game, man. He's balling. But – that should be it yeah. for the uh, for the episode, ladies and gentlemen. Now remember, um, if you are looking for coolers, Yeti, and if you're looking for speakers, Skull Candy. Don't forget, click the link in our bio. You know where to find us: YouTube, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, probably Google Podcasts, Instagram, Twitter, whatever the case may be. Uh, thank you for listening, and we'll come at you guys next episode.